0: And now, it is time for the Life in San Antonio podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Life in San Antonio podcast, soon to be renamed Twisted Tales in San Antonio. Possibly. I am your host as always, and as always, the star of the show... We are back again for another episode, and oh, I forgot to say that uh, we actually have listeners from Brazil. So, Brazil, if you're listening in Brasilia, Bom Dia means good morning in Portuguese. So, as you m- every day. yes, so as you may the have more you know. the more you know, the more you know, the more you suffer. But anyway, um, is anybody following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? Well, anyway, I just want to say real quick, I side with Amber Heard because she has a smoking body. And for those of you who are are signing petitions to get her off Aquaman 2, get a life, people. You suck.
1: Although it's pretty funny. She literally shit the bed (laughs) She tried to blame it on the dog.
0: And actually, and that actually happened. So that's why I'm like, dude, good for Amber Heard because we all know that Johnny Depp is now a piece of shit. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so today's episode is about trolling, 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 imps, ghosts, and goblins. Well, maybe just goblins. I just said that whoever watched Batman with Billy D. Williams, yeah, I just had to throw that in. But anyway. Uh, We're then-
1: doing safe,
0: Yes, we're doing, uh, what is it, uh, David the Gnome, uh, Warwick Davis' Leprechaun. Yeah, we're doing all that. <laughs>
1: uh, Willow.
0: <laughs> Sick Willow. And then, if anybody that's seen Leprechaun know that there's two Leprechauns. There's Bad Leprechaun with Warwick Davis, and then there's the good Lucky Charms version of Leprechaun with Warwick Davis again.
1: Well, you know, there's always that shitty remake that they did with Leprechauns with an S that had nothing to do with leprechaun <laughs> do you remember that one yes
0: why. why did you remind me because I'm like damn I just wasted my time on that
1: <laughs> I read about it and I was like oh I, like I heard somebody do a review or something like that and I was like oh come on, I'm glad I didn't watch it <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I Gosh, I, did it I, did, I did because I have the blu-ray set of all the leprechaun movies and this one was disappointing and I, I wanted my time and yeah, my life back bad, on that
1: Brand new one, the one that just came out like uh, a couple years ago. That yeah, one was pretty good. Yeah, I that
0: one. Them. But then leprechauns with an S, and I'm like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> they look more like little goblins or something like that. They just ran around terrorizing people. They didn't even have any witty one-liners or anything like that.
0: I know they're like little moles sizzlacks, but anyway.
1: <laughs> so, but anyway, today we're going to do faithful and range from goblins, imps, trolls, um, you know, fairies, pixies, gnomes, redcaps. Pick one. I'm sure you
0: can throw a rock and find a fairy somewhere. Some kind of fairy story. So. And we're not talking about Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is hot. Yeah, that's where I said it.
1: She's got a nice ass for a white girl. Agreed. <laughs> anyway. My, my ex had an obsession with um, anyway, getting to the point is today we decided to do. say folk, uh, we started out with trolls, and then we kind of realized that doing the research, there wasn't a lot of troll sightings. There were some that were like mostly tied into Norwegian uh, literature, and uh, you know, the uh, the old folks uh, or the was it the uh, the old country, you know, with Vikings and the uh, you know Swedish and land, uh, land <laughs> the landmill. The, the land of windmills and chocolate and clogs, you know, so, but, uh, so we decided to open, uh, widen the search net a little bit. And, uh, so we, we included all fate this time. And we're, we're talking about the, the creepy little bastards that come in steal your children and put a old ass fairy guy in there and, you know, sit there cause they want breast milk. So that's the kind of shit we're talking about today. <laughs>
0: Well, is the paper boy trying to bring me some good news?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, I, I don't, I don't blame the the fairy, the old fairy man. That sounds like a pretty good uh, cushy gig, you know, sit there, get some moving belt, and uh, you know, eat all the food. Yeah, all right, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, we got a couple stories today. Uh, a lot of our stories actually come from Mont Strickler. Um, he has a great website for looking up, uh, you know any kind of humanoid encounters, and it's called Phantom and Monsters. People have never heard of it. Great place to go and read. It's got all kinds of articles. I was actually reading his book today, uh, one of his books, and um, we decided next week we're going to do Crawlers slash The Rake. So for those that are really into that, there's tons of stories out there on those. So that's going to be our next uh, episode next week. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into our first article. Pull it up right here. So, we're going to talk about a winged goblin that has followed a Chicago family for 45 plus years.
0: Damn, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, can you imagine being stalked for 25 years, or 45 years?
0: I wish I can say, but I have a feeling I might have.
1: You might
0: have.
1: You've been looking at 45 yet?
0: No, I'm just 33, but I got a feeling that when I've been cursed, I kind of felt like it's 25 years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so anyway, the following list includes the locations where the witnesses have been seen encountering this winged being throughout the years. Her family has also witnessed the same being on numerous occasions. Uh, Racine Street, Chicago 1970. Uh, Berwyn Street, Chicago 1970-1974. Uh, Catelpa Avenue, Chicago 1974. North Heritage uh, Street, Chicago 1975. Lake Michigan, uh, Northern Indiana 1977. Ravenswood Hospital, Chicago, 1978-1979. River Park, Chicago, 1979-1980. Uh, Missillian, Ohio, Lake Michigan, Meadow Bridge, Fort Randolph, uh, Charmco, West Virginia, Hines, West Virginia, Leslie, West Virginia, Orange Hill, West Virginia, Statesville, North Carolina, and Cabin in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, night, uh, July 2017, the last sighting. So it starts off with, it's a shape-shifter but I think its original form is about seven feet tall, with wings that span six feet or so. It has a goblin-like face and ears with bat-like wings, but way more flexible. It's a real dark brown, almost black in color. It has red eyes that almost glow in the dark. It has claws, uh, claw-like feet, and very long fingers and arms. Arms are not connected to the wings, so it has like a, a free-floating pair of wings, plus arms. So it's not like a harpy or a wor- uh Wyvern. I almost said Wurbin. I always say, (laughs) I got that word wrong for like 25 years. Um, they're separate. Wings are more like on the back like a bird. Uh, has a long tail and pointed at the end. It's extremely fast in this form. Other forms it transforms into are a mob-like creature. In this form, its hands and wings are attached and it's closer to six feet tall with long teeth. It also takes um, It also takes the form of a bat, but bigger, three feet in size, with red eyes, black in color, with long teeth. It's not super fast in this form, but faster than a human being. It can also take on a goblin-like creature. Hands and wings are separate, gray and black in color, with long teeth, human-like hands, but long claws and sharp talons, on its feet, and drools. Red and brown eyes, three and a half feet tall, slowest form, however, is still as fast as a cat when it needs to move. Licks itself in this form, like it's cleaning its claws. Has a tail, maybe two feet long. Uh, it's been inside several homes we have lived in. It hates dogs. It perches up high to avoid being seen. It hides in the shadow, like it's stalking, similar to a feline. It has an od- uh, odor, almost like a musty or moss-like scent. Once you smell it, never you'll never forget it. Uh, its mean in nature likes to show its control. No matter the form, it also has a loud screeching sound. It's hard to explain. No, I do not have a photo of it, and I cannot explain why my family has seen it so many times. I have no answers, but I know it's real.
0: It's a fraud! I'm just kidding.
1: Example of an incident which occurred on Lake Michigan, shoreline in North Indiana. I was about 10 years old, around 1977, we had gone to visit my cousins and went fishing. We cleaned the fish at the lake and left the fish heads and scales on the riverbank. This being flew down, ate the remains. My cousin said, as long as you give it back to it, it won't bother you. They had seen it several times before. Note, when the witness and I talked, she described the winged being lived in a vacation, uh, vacant warehouse next door to their home on uh, West Ber- uh, Berwin Street in Chicago. Berwyn.
0: This occurred during 1970 and
1: 1974, uh, through 1974, and the being was observed many times by the family. When the family moved, it continued to follow them near their new location. The being made itself known to the witness after she became an adult. No one has been able to obtain a photograph. Her and her family wish to remain anonymous, though the witness has been very forthcoming to me during our conversations and subsequent follow-up emails. It's obvious to me that she wishes for the encounters to end. So, that's our first story for tonight. Can you imagine being stalked for 45 years by this weird gremlin creature? And every time you think it's something new, it's the same damn thing over again.
0: Right, it's like Groundhog Day, but except it's like, okay, they're in Chicago and then they're in like somewhere in Michigan. It's like, dude, it's like you can't shake this damn thing off going from two different states, two different cities. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, well, doesn't matter where you go. We will follow. they will track you down. I'm like, all I gotta say is, if you go down to the east side here in San Antonio, I guarantee that that bad creature or whatever, it ain't gonna live, like, past the night. I can guarantee you that. Right.
1: Well, I mean, you gotta imagine, because um, these things are known for being all kinds of vindictive. You know what I mean? Uh, you, there's stories of, Saying you shouldn't accept gifts from them or give them gifts because it starts the cycle. Mm-hmm. And once it starts the cycle, it can actually end really badly. Um, if you disrespect them or don't accept their gift in any sort of way, they can actually get real vengeful, and uh, you'll hear them of uh, like messing up stuff. Like uh, they can mess up your house. They can uh, like make noises and knocks. Um, supposedly they'll they'll kill pets sometimes. They'll uh, cause bad luck. There's just all kinds of shit that could pr- uh, potentially hurt. It, they've known been known to mess up electronics. They've also been known to mess with cars as well. So while you're driving, you could you could have a car accident. And uh, that's why it's best to not um, actually, you know, interact with these things. Or if you are, make sure that you're being very respectful. Um, there's also... Uh, a legend is they love cream and milk products and dairy. So if you leave them some milk or cream, if you're having trouble with these things, you might be able to make up for the uh, the accident that you caused by not whatever they do. So maybe this lady needs to you know, give this thing an offering, and maybe it'll back off. Otherwise, it's probably going to keep following her for the rest of her life. It's probably your family as well, because it seems like uh, the rest of her family seen it and heard it. Exactly So I mean, that's pretty scary, this thing knows exactly where you live every single time you move, um, like you can't get away from it, and no matter how hard you try, no matter how long it's been, it's still there watching you. It's pretty damn creepy
0: it, it kind of yeah, it kind of is, and uh it's like I just mentioned like earlier, like in all seriousness, like you know it started off in one place, which was Chicago, then they go to uh, Michigan. And yeah, it's it's totally different geographical, but yet it still follows, and that's the one thing where it's like, okay, well, what did the family do in the first place? And it's like you said, if you to if catch they offer attention, yeah, like okay, yeah, what did the family do? That's the one thing, and if like yeah, and you just said, like if you try to offer you know cream or milk as a peace offering that would have been the way to go but instead like my question is like what did they do in the first place in order to get that burden that's 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 right. the deal yes I mean they,
1: it could have been just the fact that they moved on its land uh, like they said it, it lived in a uh, like warehouse or something like that a vacant warehouse right next to their and it they're known to be very territorial you know what I mean uh, but uh, just the fact that you know it could have disturbed its uh its nest um It could have, um, you know, they could have ignored it. It may be like a land god almost, like an elemental that takes care of the land. But this thing is so obsessive that even on vacation it followed them. Like, you know, it's not like they moved permanently. They just went out of state for, like, a couple days and it still followed them. Like, it would not leave them alone for a second, you know? So, like, just imagine this thing's watching you at all points in time, you know? Like... I can only imagine how paranoid that would make people.
0: Exactly, just the mere thought of it. It's like yeah, it's like any little movement or any step we go, it'll still be there. That's mass paranoia right there.
1: Any move you make, I'll be watching you. <laughs> so pretty much. Everybody like like thinks that song's uh like real romantic by the way that song is about a
0: stalker listen to it again <laughs> by the that is that is so it funny is. I actually dude, uh, I actually said that to um, the uh, well the girl I was going out with last year I actually brought that up cause the song actually came up she was like oh I like this song and I said oh the ultimate stalker song and then she just looks at me and punches me in the arm and I'm like what it's true it's true
1: it really is true So, all right, moving on to our second story. Small, bloody troll feeding on deer carcass in LaPorte County, Indiana Woods. This is also for uh, PhantomMonsters.com. A group of friends are driving at night in the LaPorte uh, Laporte County, Indiana Woods, just over the border from Michigan. They encountered a bizarre, small troll covered in blood feeding on a deer carcass. The following account was recently forwarded to me. This occurred around the time I graduated, or shortly time after uh, 1995. My family lived in Michigan at the time, fairly close to the Indiana border. Some friends that I played Dungeons & Dragons with got all into ghost hunting, and we often traveled down around the Indiana side, La, Port, uh, La County, Indiana, which was around 45 minutes away, I believe. On this particular night, we picked up a girl I was dating. Her and I were sitting in the back seat while my two buddies were in the front seat. We are on a somewhat secluded two-lane road with thick Woods on the right side of us. I'm not trying to be vague at this point. I really don't remember much about the area or exactly where we were. And John, uh, with quotation marks around his name, so it's probably not the real name, says, "Don't trust what you see around here. I hear eyes, your eyes play tricks on you in this area." Almost on cue, we start seeing what basically looked like black fog or shadows darting and swimming across the road in the light of headlights. We remained calm and kept going. Eventually, the road tees off to the right into the woods, and we take the turn. After about a quarter mile of road, either goes straight to gravel or tees to the left, and we take the left. At this point. We're driving slow, maybe five miles an hour. Both the girlfriend and I are looking out the passenger side window. I was on the passenger side, if that matters, and about 15 feet into the woods, maybe 30 from us total. I see what looks like a small old troll hunched over eating something bloody and messy with its back turned to us. My mind immediately went to folklore, and I think red cap and, uh, as soon as I see it. Now, for people that are not familiar with Redcaps, caps, red caps are gnome-like creatures that have a red cap, and the reason why their cap is red is that they have to kill every three days and dip their into, uh in its blood, and if it does not um, do that, its cap will actually dry out, and it'll die, so that's what a red cap is for those that don't know. Mine immediately went, uh, sorry, Yeah. even though it wasn't wearing a thing, I slowly turned the girlfriend because it's a bit much to see and not think you're crazy. Her eyes taking up her whole face, she already all teared up, and they started streaming down her face when she looked at me. She's petrified. We both tell my friends in the front we need to go. There's something in the woods. She's basically crying, and I'm freaking out too. The two in front didn't see it, and they're frantic to know what we saw, and we want to drive by again. Which the two of us want nothing to do with. About a hundred yards later, the road turns to the right onto the gravel, and the driver decides we're going to turn around here and go back the way we came. We get turned around, and as we start off the gravel, the car dies. Not a clutch issue, it was an automatic and pretty unexplained engine quit. The girlfriend flat out starts screaming, and the driver says to relax. Tries to turn the engine over, and thankfully it starts. However, the moment the car turns over, headlights immediately turn on. Mind you, it's pitch black out. There are no streetlights. It's a heavy uh, heavy wooded area, and we haven't seen another car in who knows how long. Never mind the fact that our car and headlights were just facing where this car appeared when they were trying to turn around. At this point, everyone decides, okay, we're obviously somewhere we shouldn't be. We're out. So we end up driving back by the area we saw the small old troll, and there's nothing there now. No little troll, no deer. I believe it was a deer. It was eating when I first saw it. We get to the area that branched off to the gravel road when we first went into this area. As we approached the road, it set of headlights, uh, headlights turned off on the gravel road as well followed by other headlights still in the car there the four of us are freaking out believing we stumbled onto some weird occult stuff we didn't mean to and all we want to do is go back home now we drive back out to the main two-lane road that took us this way and the other cars go the separate ways uneventfully it's been over 20 years and i still get chills thinking about this the little gnarly troll all hunched over eating the ears just as vivid as it ever was a lot of weird things happened when i lived in bridgman michigan area this was the most extreme but I had about 20 years of unexplained experiences cranked into the two years that I lived there. To describe the red cap further, from what I remember, it was naked. I believe it would have been maybe about three and a half foot tall if it stood upright, very stocky. It was squatting down low, its butt almost to the ground while it ate, also somewhat hairy, as in hairy on its shoulders and back. There were blood all over its hands and forearms. It was holding what looked like the leg of a deer. There was a mess of the rest of it at its feet. I had about three fourths of a view of it, mostly its back. I didn't get a good view of its face, so it kind of glanced over its shoulder at us nonchalantly as we drove by. I just remembered it looking old and menacing, like a curious little old 70 year old man, unnerving to say the least. <laughs> creepy little old man out with the here.
0: You know, um, it kind of reminds me of what is it because this is like out in indiana it kind of reminds me something out of stranger things where technically it's like what they're a kid you know they're playing dungeons and dragons it's in indiana and of course there's a lot of things that's going on so this kind of reminds me of stranger things but except it's with the red cap
1: yeah well red caps and trolls are completely different things really but I yes i know it's still a fairy i get it that but you know uh, there is a difference. So, I mean, complete difference. It didn't have a cap in the first place, so it wasn't really a red cap. And red caps are also known for having weapons to stab people with. So, they usually carry little pikes where are like, long-ass spears with a sharp uh, spear tip at the end. So, but, I mean, first of all, you know, you, you get dragged into this trip that you really don't want to go to, and you're already paranoid because you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And... You just see this glimpse of something, you know what I mean? And it's just, hmm, what's that? Oh, something killing another animal, great, you know? That's what I wanted to see on this spooky shit in the woods. You know, damn nature would be scary. (laughs) Basically, you know, can you, like, maybe they're lucky they didn't see the face, because I can only imagine if they saw the face, they'd be more freaked out
0: or actually go into, like, mass hysteria or go into a state of insanity.
1: Well, I mean, the girlfriend is already pretty freaked out, as it was. I mean, she's got tears streaming down her eyes. It's like, you know, they tell them to go, and then it, it the creep factor goes up even more because you have the stereotypical uh, trope of, you know, the car dies. <laughs> you know, at least it started back up on the first time. They're not sitting there, you know, struggling with the keys, trying to get the car to turn over So, I mean, they lucked out, you know, normally if it would have been a normal, uh, horror movie, you know, the car would have just stopped right there and that, the thing would have ran at him. So, a little bit different in real life. All right. our right, next story. Sorry, let me pull up the story real quick. Alright, this one is about imps, evil little imps. One, uh, one such account comes to us from the site True Ghost Tales, and this is from Mysterious Universe by the way. Uh, bizarre encounters with evil imps. This is the name of the article. Uh, from a witness named Joshua, who says that he's been just uh, he had been just 12 years old at the time of his strange experiment. It all started shortly after they had moved into a new home in Phoenicia, California. And although he had a He had felt bad energy emanating from the home from the very beginning things would get truly bizarre when his mother one day heard a loud banging noise from the bathroom even though no one else had been in the home at the time and when she had gone to investigate she had found that everything from the counter and the medicine cabinet had been thrown into a pile in the middle of the floor this unexplained was followed shortly after by his terrified sister reporting that she had seen small glowing red eyes peering out from their darkened closet that night. The witness says that although he had not seen the red eyes himself, his sister had not been so upset about it that night that he had believed her. He would then, in the uh, coming days, see for himself that indeed there was something very odd lurking in the home, which would become a regular visitor. He says that his first encounters with the thing, my sister and I were ready to go to bed. My sister said she saw two red eyes inside the closet. I didn't see them, but for how scared she was, I believed her. We shared a room and we had bunk beds. My mom comforted her until she fell asleep. I slept shortly after. I woke later that night from a small continuous noise coming from the foot of my bed. I had the top bunk. When I looked at my feet, I could see this dark black figured shape jumping down at the foot of my bed. Every time that it jumped up, it would leer at me with these little red eyes. The eyes seemed to sink into his face until the red would just disappear. I couldn't see much detail to his facial features, but I did realize that he was wearing a brim hat like Charlie Chaplin. I started to scream and within a couple of seconds my mom came in the room, but before she was able to turn the light on, I saw the little man about three feet tall hurry and run to the corner of the room and disappear into the darkness just before my mom turned on the light. This was not the first of this was not the first of many experiences we had it's a weird little strange. Uh, a few days later, I woke up in the middle of the night. I said I had that experience fresh on my mind, so I was very uh, carefully peeked in my head over the railing of my top bunk and looked around the room when I saw the little man. This time, he was just being very still and quiet, and he was just standing at the foot of my sister's bed watching her. Our bunks were in the shape of an L so I could see the lower sister's bed. He then noticed me, looked at me, I yelled, and again, just one second before my mom got in the room, he would again run to the corner of the room and disappear into the shadow. Every time he would run to the corner, he would stop for a half a second facing the wall and then disappear. Joshua claims he saw a strange little demonic man over the next few nights as well, finally working up the courage to tell his mother what was happening. Rather than laugh it off as the ramblings of a child's imagination, the whimsy of a child, she seemed to think that something was genuinely terrifying them although she never let on that she had seen it herself it would not be until years later that she would tell of her own experience with the entity of course though which the witness says so what she did next she did not tell us until years later when we were growing up if she told us at that time it would have made us even more frightened because we would have known that it was not our imaginations she told us that she stayed up one night with all the lights off she was pinging in a chair in her bedroom looking down the hallway to the entryway to her bedroom. What she saw next startled her. She said that after about a half hour after she turned the lights out, she saw a man who came into the hallway from the bathroom. He stared, he started to walk into our room when he must have sensed something. My mom said he stopped, slowly turned around and looked at her with those sunken in little red eyes. She said he turned back around and went to our room. She hurried up, and ran into our room and turned the light on, but he had vanished. We lived in that house for about another year. We continued to have strange things happen. It didn't let up until my mom and dad decided to move. Personally, I believe to this day that that little man had uh, to have been some sort of demon, not a human spirit. One thing that I never liked about him was the fact that countless times I would look around in the middle of the night, and every time it it would be still just watching us either from the foot of my sister's bed or he would be standing in the corners watching us. I never liked that because you just never knew how long he could have been watch, uh, watching you as you slept. So, and that's, uh, that one was from, uh, your, uh, True Ghost Stories, I believe. Yeah, True Ghost Tells, sorry. True Ghost Tells. But the next one is from, uh, Your Ghost Stories. So, I mean... That kind of reminds me of my encounter when I I had when I was a kid, except it looked different than, you know, red eyes for one. And he's a lot older than I was, so I can only imagine, you know, even then how terrified this kid must have been. So, I mean, like I said, I, I mentioned on the first episode, mine um, was a little bit different, uh, had yellow, reddish eyes. It, it was yellow. Uh, pu- or a yellow uh, iris that led into a red pupil, and I was called the Dragon Eyes. And this thing was scaly, and uh, it was like mottled green, so it had like yellow, greenish, and whatnot scales. It did have a tail. It looked like uh, it had pointed ears and a pointed nose, and it had all these little shark teeth. So, and these things would stay in my closet, and imps are known to be you know,
0: familiars of witches and stuff like that. So that may have, maybe there's some kind of witchcraft going on around his house. Maybe that has something to do with it. Wow. I'm sorry. I was just getting my notes ready for my, for, uh, for my tales. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I was just like listening along and I was like, yes, Yes Quite So I mean
1: Imagine waking up To these eyes Just staring at you You know In the closet I remember to me Like I said I was terrified This kid was a little bit older Uh, It seems like he handled it A little bit better than I did But you know At least he was able To go back to sleep In his own bed I wasn't able to But I know exactly What this kid went through It was Took me years To get over You know I, I still like it still bothers me because i know the intent there but it doesn't bother me like it did back then so
0: right of course of course of course of course yes so. all had that, yeah
1: i have another actually one of these stories and uh, this one is maybe a little bit closer to my own um A similar report comes from a witness on Your Ghost Stories, who had her own encounter in England with a very aggressive and genuinely evil little aunt of some sort. She says that whatever it was had been quite bold, appearing in the middle of the day to harass her, her boyfriend, uh, her and her boyfriend, sorry, before becoming a constant presence that haunted and menaced them at all hours. The witness says of the ordeal, I had a black shapeless infinity peek at me behind the TV one morning, last name. It was black and had tiny pinprick white eyes. Extremely bright, but the smile was ear to ear and red. It rushed at me too. Seems like it, uh, seems to like chasing me at first. My boyfriend was in the house at the time and this was during the day. While bright sunlight was streaming in through the windows, I was terrified and actually climbed up my boyfriend, poor guy, uh, to stop it touching my feet, which is, uh, it seemed to find funny. I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of find I kind of find it funny too, just the imagine, uh, imagining it because it, you remember those old uh, cartoons where like they would see a mouse and they're like ah a mouse and then they jump up on the <laughs> they jump up on the table the chair or something like that. Oh
0: Locked. yeah, like uh, like Tom and Jerry, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for like you know, she climbed up her boyfriend like a tree. So <laughs> I could just imagine her like hanging off the top of his head, you know, pointing her finger at it. Uh, when it was moving across the floor it would either be solid black shape half human height or a spinning moth, which would continuously spiral towards the floor I have no idea what it was we tried burning sage around the house and it seemed to back off quite a lot but after that a smaller black thing no face would sometimes peer at my boyfriend when he was asleep and wait on the stairs uh, I tried sage I also screamed at it to fuck off during the day while two people were there crazy haha I was actually very act it was actually very active during the morning and afternoon after shouting at it for a very long time it did leave them uh, through the bathroom wall temporarily I actually got so desperate I smashed an ornament in the direction to try to frighten him to be mostly rid of him I had to keep standing up to it it took a very long time visual uh, visualizations uh, visualizations of white light and closing the house pushing it out uh, it was very hard mentally to move it at all. It seemed very heavy. We think it moved to the next house. We are in a terrace, and attic has missing bricks in the wall to the adjoining house. I'm worried, but I'm also extremely fascinated by and wondered if it might return. Uh, so, and uh, It's uh, no word on it if it ever did return or not, and it is a truly frightening and harrowing account say at least from the same area of the world is a report of some sort of demonic imp at Crawford Spurn County Park in Ireland. The witness says she was out walking her dog, missing by the waterfall on an otherwise tranquil and calm evening as they walked along the dog because we, the dog became very agitated for some unknown reason, and the witness explains. Uh, going back to the other story real quick, I, I mean, can you imagine that, you know, all these things usually come out at night when you're sleeping and resting, Can you imagine it invading your space during the day? Like, that's even worse.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, just, yeah.
1: You know, most people are like, oh, shit, you know, at night, I can't escape from it, but at least I have some uh, sanctuary during the day. But nope, not this little bastard. Like, just hauling ass off at you, you know, trying to scare you because it's funny. You know, just cackling over in the corners with this big-ass smile and sharp little teeth. Anyway, back to Missy the dog. Missy ran ahead, and I walked quickly to catch up. I noticed she had stopped and had started growling, so I started walking even quicker. As I got level with her, I noticed what can only be explained as a gnome standing about ten feet away from Missy, which is about three feet tall, and at first I thought it was a child in fancy dress. (laughs) You can tell this lady's Irish. Fancy dress. I guess she was going to a little ball or something like that. But everybody knows ACDC has the best balls of all. Uh, but then I noticed its teeth were pointed and a horrible brown color, and it had a bulbous nose and a large, deep set eyes. I got Missy on the lead, lead for people that don't know what lead is, it's leash, um, and watched in amazement as the gnome began to laugh. This wasn't a regular laugh, but a deep tackle. I was terrified and frozen to the spot and watched as the little gnome walked into some bushes by the waterfall and disappeared. I quickly ran back to the car. And so that's the end of the imp encounters. But uh, those are pretty, pretty, pretty terrifying, if you ask me. Like, it, at least it wasn't in her house, that one. Yeah. So I guess she lucked out, you know. And, of course, you always hear about encounters in the woods with these things. You know what I mean? there's always some kind of little fucking creature in there just waits to snap you up or, you know, trail you and lure you into the woods so you're lost die and then they ambush you or some shit like that or they lead you off a cliff you know especially in Ireland the willow whisper known to lure you off the cliffs or into the swamp so you can't figure out where the hell you are and die that's always fun so. but it almost, that one almost reminds me of a puckwudgie story um, about a guy in the Bridgewater Triangle and uh, puckwudgies are a Native American folklore they're basically these little trickster spirits and um, one day the uh, Native Americans got pissed off at them because every time they tried to help, they fucked shit up. So they got this giant, um, basically beat the shit out of them and throw them to all the, world, uh, all the corners of the world. And when they did, they came back and they destroyed everything while the giant was away. Well, luckily, they ran him off again, and the giant sons actually ended up going on a camping trip or fishing trip or hunting trip, some kind of trip, and uh, they cornered the giant in the canoe by shooting little poisonous darts at him from the uh, from the lakeside. pretty much. He was out in the lake, and they just shoot these little poisonous uh, darts at him, and they end up killing him that way. So, I mean, and they, they also drown his son, I believe. So, I mean, these things are pretty bad news. And unlike the, uh, you know, the fey folk of European descent, these these are more, uh, you know, you can't ration, uh, rationalize with them at all. So there's no peace offering. There's no uh, solution to it other than get the hell out of there because these things will plague like you. So I'm not sure which one's worse, actually, because <laughs> they're not in your home, you know what I mean? Anyway, our next story is about a troll. Let me just find the information real quick. Okay. Um, another account of what sounds like some sort of troll or troll like entity comes from a commenter on your ghost stories. Your ghost stories, again, apparently is a. Uh, good places for all kinds of accounts and entities who says that this happened back in 2000 in west london and the united kingdom one evening in the summer of that year the witness says she troubled by a very vivid dream in which she relieved it relived the entire day and came in to go to sleep only to see herself sleeping in a room and disturbing uh, disturbingly also saw a hideous troll-like entity by her bedside staring at her she says of this i opened my bedroom door I saw myself sleeping on a Japanese-style futon bed. I could see my sleeping. I could see myself sleeping, and then to my shock and horror, there was an ugly, frightening troll-like thing sitting at my feet. This thing was squatting and hard, had a dark brownish sherry body with very big claw-like feet, big ears, and big red bulging eyes the size of a snooker ball. Snooker balls are they're basically pull, uh, pull balls, uh, and well, without pupils. Its arms were thin but muscular, and had very sharp and long nails. It was just looking straight on and didn't seem to notice me. It had freaked me out so much, I lunged to attack this creature with a ceremonial sword that I used to have hung on my wall, shouting at it, before the sword touched it, and I suddenly awoke shouting, sweating heavily. I remember thinking that whatever this thing was, it was not good, and it left me shook and frightened. That night, I slept on the couch downstairs with the TV on. I could not believe how vivid and real this dream was. It was a carbon copy of everything that had happened from the time I left to work up until the time I entered my room. She goes on to explain that when she was a child, uh, she had occasionally been harassed by smallish, troll, or gnome-like creatures that would vanish into thin air. I suspect that the creature was drawn to her because she had a young daughter roughly the same age as she had been when these terrifying experiences happened to her. She also claims that she once took a photo of her daughter, only to find a thick, wavy smoke-like cloud, all which leads her to believe that this thing is some sort of demon that, like that is drawn to children, what is this thing she encountered?" And that's actually all my stories for tonight. I mean, that's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, I said she's scared, but the fact that she grabbed a, know, a ceremonial sword, I'm guessing she had a, a katana that she you know, one of the ones that you buy just to look at. They're not really for battle. <laughs> you know, she grabs that shit off the wall and, you know, tries to go uh, kill Bill along this little fucking troll thing, sitting at her, staring at her body. Well, she's uh, you know astral projecting pretty much, but I mean, I don't know about you, but when I when I think of claw-like feet, it almost reminds me of like a, like if they had a rake on their foot, pretty much, but they were long and branched out, and they just kind of clicked together. That's what immediately comes to my mind when I think of this little troll creature. But thing is, the weirdest part to me is the fact that it had no at all this is red that's all it has so like i don't know it's just starving this thing has no eyes that you can you know you can at least know where they're looking other than like their general direction but somehow you know they're focused on you you know and <laughs> you know when you can't look something in the eyes it's almost more terrifying you think because you can't it almost seems like you can't ration with it or you can't um you know, you can't converse with it because the thing is nowhere near, you know, like-minded or human-like. So it tends to be a little bit more um, intimidating. What do you think, Jose? Give me one second, folks. I don't know if we uh, lost contact or not. back to the whole end thing, things really fascinate me just due to the fact that I've had these encounters when I was little for those that haven't heard our first episode and basically these things would terrorize me at night and uh, you know it, I was so little that it's hard to believe that whether or not it was a waking nightmare or night terrors or something like that but tells me that these things were in my closet. And as I was speaking on familiars earlier from witches, my mom actually happened to be a witch. And from what I'm told, these things were summoned up. Uh, What she wanted in return, or what they wanted in return, I was never told. But she reneged on the the deal that she cut with these things. And when she did, they decided to terrorize me instead due to the fact that, you know, they couldn't get there. And I swear these things nightly would come and terrorize me scraping on the closet door. I had these big metal closet doors that slide open and I was on a track and everything like that. And uh, these things had little bitty sharp needle teeth and yellow, red glowing eyes, Uh, like I mentioned earlier, they they always remind me of quote, unquote, what a dragon's eyes would look like. They had a uh, stereotypical slit in their eyes like a cat almost, and uh, they would just, it got so bad that I would scream for my mother or my father, and when I did, um, for some reason, I don't know if it was to keep me calm or not, but my mother never told me about this until I was growing up. That she knew these things were real, but she acted as if they weren't. So I play with people. Don't don't try to tell your kids these things aren't real. If you have kids, you know, acknowledge them at least. Say, "Well, you know," because that screwed me up for a long time. Uh, so these things went after me because she didn't fulfill her deal and decided to become Christian. So they can't have to be in So, But anyway, those
0: are the stories that I have for tonight. Jose. Yes, I mean, I was, of course, uh, sorry about that, folks. I had to go uh, Amber Heard and uh, take a Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yes, I mean, those are very, you know, those are like very very interesting you know because I mean you think that these stories are not really you know true but hey they kind of are
1: I mean they come off as delusions or people that you know people think oh it's you know you saw something else or you imagined it or you know oh you're just making it all up stuff like that but I mean when you when you denounce people like that it kind of it hurts people you know what I mean it's like It makes people feel like they don't know what they saw. When, you know, most people are not going to tell you for attention. It's just, hey, this happened to me, and this is my way of therapy, almost. Like, you believe me, right? Hey, kind of thing, you know? And if they're lucky enough to find somebody that actually believes what they went through, you know, there's almost this solidarity thing. Like, you're not alone anymore. Especially if you were growing up at our age when, you know, you had parents that mostly told you, oh, this things are not real, these monsters are not real, so, even though these things, you know, may, may ter- terrorize you on a nightly basis,
0: so. So, I mean, yeah, okay. it's.
1: What kind of stories you got for us tonight,
0: I think. Well, I'm going into my neck of the woods, and this is something that I've always been uh, fascinated with, which is, oh, it's the Leprechaun. Oi, toy, 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 toy. So, oh, look at the wee little man. <laughs> let there be a lesson to your laddies. And I am a big fan of the Leprechaun franchise. I really am. Except the when we were talking about, it's like that last movie really pissed me off. But it had nothing to do with the Leprechaun franchise. It was something else. But
1: well, technically that wasn't the last one. But yeah, that was the one back in like two thousand ten or something
0: like that. Yeah. I've actually enjoyed *Leprechaun* in space. Have anybody that's seen it, *Leprechaun* four? Yes,
1: I, I do like that one with the space princess or whatever the hell she was.
0: <laughs> yes, and fun fact.
1: Um, I think I like three
0: of the best—the the one with the casino. Yes, that one. I like that one. Uh, I also like part two where like they get them drunk and everything. That I mean, these movies are like—I mean, they're not really horror. I mean, yeah, they are horror, but they are, they're. Horror, but not really. They're just more. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like campy 80
1: horror movie like Freddy Krueger. Like, after the first two, like, it's not really serious anymore. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, I, I mean...
1: mean for, for God's sakes, he had a fucking pedal car that he ran an old man down with. <laughs>
0: that was the second one. I mean, that is just, like, so awesome. And, they, I mean, these are more like horror comedies. Because, I mean, it's not really... It doesn't really take itself that seriously as a horror movie, per se. It's more... Uh, like, it's just more like, yeah, it's just for comedic purposes, and it, and it's, and it's funny, too, like, yeah, like, where, like I mentioned, like, part two, they get them drunk, and I'm like, dude, that is, like, hilarious, that you just get them drunk.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it, uh, it allows you to laugh at these things that are supposed to be terrifying to become almost normalized, so it's not so terrifying to somebody, you know, it's, hey, I can accept this, and even though it may be a little bit scary, um, the humor allows you to integrate it into yourself and be like, hey, you know, maybe I'm not that scared anymore. So yeah. it's, it's a great way of, uh, you know, trying to put a message across,
0: if you ask me. Exactly. Like, of course, the first one featured Jennifer Aniston and uh, Francis from uh, Pee Wee Herman. And right. the fourth one... He was also
1: in the last one, too.
0: Yes. And, uh, and I was going to say, like, Leprechaun in Space, Leprechaun 4. Uh, it actually... Uh, uh, Debbie Dunning, who played... Heidi on Home Improvement was one of the cadets. Oh,
1: was she? Yes. God, it's been so long since I've seen that show. The uh,
0: so the leprechaun and the hood ones were really cringe, if you ask me. Like those were like, like
1: even even for me, I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. <laughs> so that one was a little too far, if you ask me. It's one and two about the magic flute.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was
1: and, you know, he went down to a crossroad and made a deal with the devil. Well, this this uh, rapper made a deal with a leprechaun and got his flute and then apparently turned into a leprechaun or something like that. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that one.
0: I know, and the leprechaun set that I got was just one, two, three, four, and then the, uh, the awful remake, and that's what I have the Blu-ray set.
1: Oh, they didn't have leprechaun in the hood or leprechaun
0: back to, no, no, it was just straight like four and then the remake
1: The numbers, uh, the numerals
0: Yeah <laughs> That's
1: pretty funny I guess even
0: they were like yeah, We're not. not gonna package this <laughs> along with it, yes And I actually do have it and it's Yeah Uh, I guess you buy those separate, I guess But I'm like, yeah, those are like optional If you say
1: but Going back for a second, Leprechaun 3 had the first, uh The first fucking duck face, if you think about it <laughs> Do you remember that
0: one? No oh, yes
1: She, like, wanted, uh, she wanted, like, bigger lips and bigger breasts and, uh, bigger ass and stuff like that, so she literally ended up looking like a fucking duck woman, it reminds me of all those those horrible duck, uh, duck face selfies that people were doing for a long time.
0: (laughs) Yes, the, uh, pucker up selfies, but they're more like duck lips, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, that is not sexy, it's fucking, you look like a duck. Doing
0: it, please. <laughs> I don't care how hot you are. You look like a fucking duck. So I'll get <laughs> you, Batman. Quack quack quack. Hmm? Oh, I was a penguin. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I got the reference.
1: Just
0: <laughs> <It laughs> threw me off a little bit. Yeah. Well. So, so Leprechaun is like I am the Leprechaun, and it's six accounts of Faye and other little people. Yes, I wonder why they said little people. Anyway, sightings are normally and, short. Yeah. And encounters. Have you ever had a similar incident? Do you believe that these are corporal beings or supernatural manifestations? Whoa.
1: I, I tend to lean towards supernatural. I mean these things can pop in and out of like areas they're known to be like facing through fucking walls or tearing up bushes and like you know it's popping up everywhere that's why you're supposed to never like take your eyes off a leprechaun because if you do, they pop out of existence and then no gold
0: that's the bummer part so
1: and supposedly even if you get the gold like it's not going to turn out well for you, <laughs> you we, just, I mean? like, we just we just talked about like, the movies the disappear on your ass
0: yeah we just talked about the movies let that be a lesson just like elon musk wants to open up a jurassic park there have been movies that warn us that's a bad idea (laughs) anyway oh by the way elon musk buying twitter oh you got nothing better to do you old fucker but anyway uh one day i personally
1: think elon musk buying twitter is hilarious but
0: that's just me yeah i was like yeah you got nothing better to do
1: People losing their fucking minds and saying I'm gonna quit Twitter it's pretty much the equivalent of I'm gonna move to Canada if Donald Trump wins <laughs> no you're not good line
0: <laughs> no and when that happened I was like no they ended up staying
1: or they leave for a couple hours and come back that's pretty funny <laughs> they also do that I've heard of that in a couple of stories about it
0: too yeah they're like yup we're back yeah we couldn't take Canada because yeah they don't want to take much of your BS but anyway one day back in the 1980s my twin, and this is an account. Uh, my twin sister was coming home from cheerleading camp. So this one time in band camp, never mind. As they were boarding the bus to come home, she sat at her window seat, looking out at the forest. She
1: saw porn like that one time.
0: <laughs> this is how they start, only on Pornhub. But she <laughs> said, she said something caught her eye. Wonder what it was. When she focused and looked carefully. She said she saw that look like a leprechaun type of small bean. It was peeking out from behind a tree. She said it smiled and winked at her. Oh oh. Now that we found love, what are we gonna do? But anyway, that is all she like remembers. says <laughs> so I mean, if she's coming back from cheerleading camp, I mean, I guess he wants to give her a no. But <laughs> she's. But um. Yeah, but since uh that is all she remembers but since we were close twins as soon as she got home from camp from band camp whatever she was immediately excited to tell me about seeing this strange being yeah this is yeah this sounded a lot more sexual than horrifying
1: it sounds like that it's like your are house. that's how it starts one time, I was just was at cheerleading camp. Uh, I we watch watched porn, we know exactly what happens to those places.
0: I almost every
1: time <laughs>
0: I almost spit out my drink. Young girls want
1: so, to experiment with each other and whatnot.
0: <laughs> I almost spit out my drink. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yes, but uh, but yes, and this is
1: why porn is informational. <laughs>
0: Uh, sorry. <laughs> what what was that movie? Uh what is it? Uh, Detroit Rock City where it's like though like dude, like, dude this is how Porno movies start and all this and that. I mean, yeah, I mean that's how yeah, that's real life encounters. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know, the more you suffer. But uh okay. Uh the next account uh the next account is I'm originally from a small town near uh Porterville, California. I was visiting my sick grandmother with my two small children. It was early 1998. We were sleeping on a sofa bed when I just immediately woke up to this thing standing at the foot of the bed just staring at me. Well, us.
1: Why are they always at the fucking foot of the bed? I guess it's better than them just like sitting there staring at you while you're sleeping like right in front of your face when you turn to the side, you know? It's a
0: little bit better, right. but not much. Right, it's like, I'm having a nightmare, and all of a sudden you kick it, and it's like, ow! I guess it's like, you know, location, location, location. Well,
1: I mean, it's better than some of these places. You know, you, I think, it, where, where was it, like Zimbabwe or something like that? Like, you gotta you gotta make sure your bed's raised up, otherwise they bite your fucking toes off. <laughs> like, like, it's no joke, man. That's why you gotta have the blankie. The blankie safety safe. Everything will protect The blankie always protects you.
0: How would you get to the blankie? Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, it says, I say he was about maybe three feet tall, dirty blonde, shaggy, longish hair, clothes that looked tattered and slightly dirty. He looked old. His features a little exaggerated, and by that I mean his nose and ears were really large. His eyes were dark and had no hat or anything you would associate with a gnome. I was frozen. So just let it go, let it go. Okay, so when my son sat straight up and screamed, ah, a monster, of course, I turned to look at my son, then back at the gnome thing, and it was gone. It was so crazy to me, I wasn't sure if it was real or a shared dream. Years later, I saw that... Why do, why do
1: people always go to mass, like mass hysteria or like mass hallucinations? Like, okay, people do not usually share the same fucking dream. That just doesn't happen, usually like very rarely and like people wake up and like oh we, we had the same dream no there's a reason why you had the same dream it was more than just a dream
0: that's why but it wasn't all just a dream yeah. but uh but then uh then oh here's the rest it said years later i saw that episode on monsters and mysteries and it clicked Porterville is only about 12 to 50 miles from my grandmother's house. Only difference was the lady in the episode was tormented by it. We're not. Always teased my son that he was a changeling. Okay, I don't know. Uh, well, you, yeah,
1: pretty much, you know, <laughs> how you get rid of changelings, you gotta burn the baby with a hot red poker. So, you know, there's that.
0: That is horrifying, the way, you know, but the, problem the Monsters solved. Monsters
1: and Mysteries episode. I actually know what she's talking about. There was a uh, evil little gnome that like lived in her back shed, just uh, for some exposition, <laughs> and it would it would terrorize her. Like um, like she was coming home with her grandson one night, and she ended up getting uh, groceries out the back of her car and whatnot. She's about to go in, and this thing was popping up everywhere, just like terrorizing her at every window, and see, and the like. She drug a mattress out into the middle of the floor and slept with her granddaughter and her grandson and made sure that, you know, everything was locked so this evil little bastard couldn't get in the house. So, that's what that episode's about, by the way. So, that's what she's referring to.
0: Alrighty. Next one is, My father saw what can only expedite was a gnome. When he was a very young child, when he was about a kid around seven to nine years old, he suffered from a very bad night terrors that would wake him up and keep him awake all hours in the night. Sometimes to calm himself down, he would take his pillow and blankets and make a place to sleep beside his older brother's bed. Well, one night he had a nightmare and went into his brother's room to go to sleep. He got comfortable on the floor and when he looked under the bed, he saw a man standing there. He said he couldn't have been more than about three to four inches tall. His skin was white and his clothes were all green.
1: Right at the end of the bed again.
0: Right. With a green pointed long uh, beard. So my father told me he emanated with a green light and it looked at him. He didn't feel any malice or anything, just confusion. (laughs) Yeah, he did. I'm like, oh, dude. That's fucked up. So uh, yeah,
1: production, uh, production, uh, you know,
0: than us. <laughs> right? It was like, or anything, just confusion at what he was seeing. After a few seconds staring, he said he blinked, and he just vanished.
1: See, that's what I was talking about earlier. You know, you take your eyes off him for a fucking second, and boom, they're gone.
0: Yep. And then it said, um, it says, my aunt... My dad's sister had stories of seeing little woman in her their in mother's garden, which I can only assume was a fairy of some kind. My father's family is a second generation Irish immigrants, which I wonder if such things follow the people across the ocean, which is like the wee leprechauns and the fairies. Oy, toy, 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 toy. Sorry for being racist. I'm sorry. You know, you know, uh, St.
1: Patrick's Day is the only, you know, holiday white people have left now. So we can't celebrate anything else.
0: That that that's okay for, for all the white people. You can have cinco in a mile too. We'll share.
1: <laughs> this is joke because people saw the latest uh, South Park episode. So.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I uh, was
1: oh, so gonna uh, culturally appropriate me. <laughs> so I I I can be
0: Mexican now. <laughs> yes. Nope, not a problem. I'm like, yep, hey, like, I ain't got no problems with, you know, because, of, like, I'm not, you know, like, not discriminative. It's like, no, <laughs> come on. Adopted. I know, right? Well, what is it? It's like that uh, movie Machete where it's like, well, you got to become Mexican real fast. That's what he told Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do I
1: get a training montage?
0: Yeah. I'll pick the song. <laughs> I was like, I'll pick the song. <laughs>
1: I just gotta find the perfect train montage music, and I'm So, any other uh, articles tonight?
0: On yeah. Thing? Uh. Yes. Uh. There's. I think there's a few more. It says when I lived in uh, Mount Shasta, California, my girlfriend and I came back from home on a trip once, and and the back sliding glass door was cracked open. We lived in the middle of nowhere. Uh oh middle that's of nowhere
1: of weird, breaking and entering. That's great.
0: right that's why I, so it wasn't a big deal um i think uh cracked sliding door yeah i think that is a big deal <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you better hope it's a fairy not like a burglar
0: right so but we definitely didn't leave the door open before we left for the trip well obviously if you're gonna leave you know make sure all the doors are closed and locked yeah common sense come on <laughs>
1: It's a little redundant, but anyway.
0: So, anyways, I have seen all sorts of fae in the woods around our house before. Okay, really. So, what was your first damn clue? So, we were very tired from our you know, trip.
1: it's Kind of funny. The, the first thing she goes to, or is it a guy, whoever? The first thing they go to, they don't go to oh
0: shit, burglar. They go up oh, shit. It's one of those fairies again. <laughs> 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 right, like, I was like, "Don't, don't bother calling in the cops or anything." It's like, "Oh yeah, we see these right. bastards around the house <laughs> like all the time. We're good." We're all right. <laughs> How'd you know there was
1: it, the crack on the uh, the glass was only about two foot
0: high? <laughs> right, it's like, oh, it could be the dogs. They probably just got excited. They like hit the car. Like, I, I mean, they hit the they hit the freaking glass. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, so. We were very tired from our trip. Completely sober. Yeah. What a uh, what a good alibi to say. We were completely sober. Yeah, I would say. You know say.
1: what? I don't, I don't, knew, I don't know, understand why that's always a, oh, where you drinking? I don't know about you, but I've drank my ass off in my early 20s. I never once hallucinated, ever. So I don't know why that's a go-to. Like, oh, no, you saw wrong. Oh, it's a hallucination because you're drunk. No. You don't. Unless you're drinking something else, you're not gonna have a fucking hallucination of a little fairy person.
0: Exactly. It's just like not like the Simpsons episode where Homer sees the alien and it's like, oh yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> the one where he catches the leprechaun and it's like, oh nope, got a Jesus, not a leprechaun.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're. I mean, I like that episode too, where it's like, yeah, we're. It's like, if you want to reverse the gypsy's curse, you catch a leprechaun. <laughs> so, um, anyway. So, back to the sober excuse. They both fell asleep on the couch. A few minutes later, we both uh, woke from our sleep and said to my girlfriend, I just had the weirdest dream. Two dark spirits were swirling around the living room. They were holding me down so that I couldn't move. She replied, you're kidding me. I just dreamt the same thing except the two spirits were holding me down and taking advantage of me sexually of course to this day i believe that they were visited by an entity associated with the fae in our home okay honestly i do apologize ladies and gentlemen i mean this story is completely stupid i mean it's <laughs> i'm having more Yo, fun just sometimes you get some, uh, like uh, a credible
1: fairy witness sometimes you don't i mean it's, just, it's a crap shoot.
0: Because it's like, hey, they were like holding me down. Me too, but they were doing me. And I'm like, yeah, I just think that that is just completely stupid. I I mean, I'm sorry, but if this was a real deal, my apologies. But the way that it's worded, it's like, yeah, like, no, we were sober. I'm like, okay, we believe you, quote unquote. But seriously, Yeah, yeah, because why would it say like, oh, we were sober? Yeah, don't give me that.
1: No, that's mostly because people sit there and be like, "Oh, you were drunk. Oh, you were on drugs. Oh, you smoked something. You know, just oh, you smoked weed and like shit like that." Like people are so quick to dismiss because they don't want to believe in something that's outside their uh, their view of what normality is.
0: Yeah, that's why we're kind of like me, you know. And um, okay, just one last one before we wrap this up. Uh, says, "I was a uh, as a kid, I was in." I was there was an army of gnomes I would play with that's 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 kind of frightening when you have like an army of these little bastards but anyway one was slightly taller and he was the leader oh really what like how like what was your first clue that was a leader
1: up like can you imagine that a regiment is
0: based on uh the hierarchy of height right it's like no, it, okay. it, it, no, it's it's, it's like, like they're, a, short, they're kind of like invader's Zim, like the tallest my tallest, my tallest. <laughs> well what was it on family it's guys based on height
1: that's what rank they have
0: right it's like uh what is it like family guys like a dwarf among midgets <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so, i mean but now i
1: gotta ask I, like my mind immediately goes to uh, the penguins from Madagascar. That's like the kind of operations they carry out, if you ask me. Like, that's where my imagination goes to immediately.
0: It's like, just smile away, wave, boy. Just smile and wave. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, obviously, the tall one is their leader. So, they were invincible, but they were also blue-colored. Imaginary friends? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but they were almost like that weird... Uh, phenomenon where people create real imaginary friends that they were so real to me as i got older oh, like old yeah so as i got older they stopped appearing to me as a middle schooler only the leader would appear to me he said goodbye to me during a family trip to disney world he jumped out of the car window that little dude <laughs> is somewhere in the everglades sorry <laughs> like i'm out oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are the if these stories are real, or are they just for comedic purposes? Because really, these are, uh, <laughs>
1: No, I just imagine the little feet running really, really quick, so he tries to get the pavement
0: running. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm like, peace out, I'm out, I don't know what to deal with the mouse, gotta go. He <laughs>
1: seems see just kind of float out the window
0: slowly as you go by, he's like... <laughs> You know, like when you throw a piece of trash the window, the <laughs> Or was it like Beavis and Butthead doing America? It's like, I don't know, just start, I mean, as soon as you like jump out, just start, start running run, really, really uh, fast. <laughs> run
1: really fast
0: when you hit the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can imagine. I'm like, where, where are we going? Disney World? I'm like, oh shit, Mickey Mouse. I mean, yeah, I'm out this bitch. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> shit, Disney knows, I'm, <laughs> Disney knows I'm off
1: the clock. <laughs> I escaped. You're
0: never going to take me back. I know, and it kind of reminds me of, like, South Park, where, like, he comes from Valhalla. It's like, don't you fucking mess with me, you know? I'm like, dude, I'm like, I get, I think that's why he's like, you're going to see who? You're going where? I gotta go! <laughs> what if,
1: it, I, maybe it's more like the underpants, no. You know, it's like, one, underwear. <laughs> Two, question mark. Three, profit.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know, I mean... When you talk, I mean, this all reminds me of, like, just, like, King of the Hill or, like... Or Hank Hill just, like, has that... Doesn't have a phobia. It's just that, you know, he didn't want any gnomes in his yard, in his front yard. I'm like, I could see why, but at the same time, it's like... You know, like, Hank Hill is, like, very stoic, even though it's just a cartoon and stuff. But still, like, Hank Hill was pretty, like, straightforward and stoic, you know? And, like, what he approved in his front lawn and everything. Like, it was very just... Like
1: He's one of those guys who's like, oh, my lawn speaks of me as a person somehow. Like, right,
0: and we're, like, having a gnome, and it's like, no, they're going to, like, talk about my lawn, and everything is like, and then people, were like, started talking, like, oh, look at the gnome and everything, so I'm like, yeah, I do believe, you know, it's like, I side with Hank Hill on this, but really, uh this is just, like, oh my gosh, like, what do you even, like... Like, these, these, I mean, the first couple of stories were interesting, but this one was, like, okay, it just got, like, you kind of lost me after, like, sober when I was reading it. It's, like, sober? Like, okay, you obviously... Oh, it's
1: worse than the one breaking and entering?
0: <laughs> that's the one I was talking about. I was, like, oh, like, we didn't know, oh, we didn't think it was a big deal. I'm, like, if the door is open, if someone looked like they broke in, it's a big deal.
1: Apparently not to them. It happens all the time, apparently.
0: Right, like, when I got my house broken into 18 years ago, I'm like, oh, what was my first thought? You know what my first thought was as a 15-year-old at the time? Like, okay, this shit is serious, okay? Like, someone broke in and they stole all my games and my movies and stuff like yeah like honestly that was like that was my first clue i mean now you you get these jackasses and they're like oh it's not a big deal i mean are you that damn stupid i mean they said we were sober obviously no you're not i disagree you're not sober i think you were drunk high or just completely stupid to acknowledge that there was a crack in the screen in the sliding door
1: So what you're saying is your first
0: thought was not fairies broke into your house. No. <clears throat> okay. A normal person would be like, dude, someone broke in. Someone. Not something. Someone. And obviously to these people, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah we have a lot of fae, like, running around. Like, yeah, it happens. It happens. Okay, then. Why are you not? La- fairy. Right. Like, you jumped to the conclusion, oh, it's a fairy. Yeah as I it's not some home invader to like, or squatter just like they're like hey you know what are you doing you know I'm like dude get the fuck out they're not, they're not pulling
1: like a, a wet bandits where they're like oh we know they're going out for vacation you know
0: I was like yeah we're like coming back from camping and all that and we're like oh yeah it's totally fine we're like no it's not
1: <laughs> I'm just curious how like why did the first thing that jumped to their mind was fairies
0: because there were fey that they know that there was fey running around they know that there was like things that are like oh yeah we know it's um
1: these little bastards just breaking in her all the time i guess uh,
0: yeah I and then uh, then it's like oh yeah they were holding me down it's like oh yeah and they were holding me down too and they were doing sexual things to me and i'm like okay my first thought is yeah this is completely made up i can't <laughs>
1: so- not only do the fairies break and enter, they also sexually assaulted me.
0: Yes. (laughs) They kind of like did a, what is it, a Clockwork Orange, where like they held the guy down with, you know, oh, it's no
1: big deal. I was like, yeah, it's... That would worry me, that would worry me
0: more than just the break-in, that's like
1: even worse. And they are just like, that happens all the time. Why? It shouldn't. It really shouldn't.
0: I swear it's, I don't know, but then the last one was kind of like, Like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I live in this town and, yeah, these things happen where I, like, and, you know, oh, I'm sorry. But, yeah, the imaginary friend one was like, oh, the big one is the leader. He jumped out the window because I was. Obviously,
1: I mean, (laughs) that's how it works. You know, you you figure, hey, the big one, that's the leader. That's how it all works. You know, how else would you tell them apart? (laughs) Well,
0: well, to be fair. (laughs) the
1: one giving orders, just the
0: tallest one. Well, to be fair, I mean if anybody that's seen the awful Tim Burton Planet of the Apes remake is like the little one was the leader and the big one was the muscle. So I could you know, I could assume. Uh, yeah. I just think it's hilarious. He's <laughs> just like peace
1: out, out the window.
0: <laughs> I was like, Oh, like I was going to dis I was going to Disney World and he jumped out the window and I'm like
1: he'll, he'll never make me alive.
0: I can just imagine, like, what if he like flew, like, what if he's like up up in away, and he just like went out the window.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have a feeling he escaped from Disney Disney World the first time. He's like, he'll never take me back. <laughs> this is a horrible place.
0: I know, right? Like, if you heard, like, you heard, like, the creepy pastas. Like, I mean, if you heard, like, the backstage stuff. Like, you know. Like, yeah, I would well, say, they like, th- they th- treat
1: their uh, their um, employees like horribly. I know, and
0: right? We got all
1: this crazy. Shit going on, like oh, well, we're gonna insert every gay character we can find in a Disney movie. <laughs> like, okay, why though? Cause I have two trans kids and a bisexual kid and a pansexual kid. Like, okay then.
0: <laughs> like, that's a lot of sexual I, I kids there.
1: You, I didn't know your kids could watch the movie unless they have one of them inside. My bad.
0: I was like, I'm not gonna watch it unless there's someone gay. And like, oh, for the love of God, come on, get with it, people. It's the
1: pansexual cat all over again. I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't watch this movie or read this book unless there's a fucking
0: pansexual cat in this movie or and or book. And this is the second week in a row we have to I'm mention. Pansexual cat? No movie? Fuck you guys. <laughs> I would like for somebody to like make like a skit or something. Like a Saturday Night Life skit about this. Where it's like, hey buddy, where are you going? You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to Disneyland. Shit, I'm out this bitch. Peace. And just like just start. I would just love to see, or even in like a parody movie, just like, at least, just like, have that. You know, yeah. that would just be so hilarious, but, anyway, um, that's about to do it for, for this week's episode. Also, so Josh, I know, you may have some final thoughts, so the floor is yours.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess don't let no fuck, uh, literally fuck you and hold you down. That, that would be my final thought. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a bad touch, you know what I mean? <laughs> they touched you in your no-no spot, I mean, like, <laughs> like, and you're okay with it, like, somebody, A, they either liked it because they don't have a problem with it, or they're sitting there and, like, fucking, oh no, it didn't happen to me, and just, like, compartmentalized it and stacked it away in their memory so they don't think about it, like, it's, you know, like, that's horrible. Not only did you get molested, but you got molested by, you know, fairy folk, which you're not even sure if they're real creatures or not. (laughs) I mean, that's just me. I guess that's my final thought, you know. My... (laughs) my, (laughs) Make sure they get consent.
0: Right, right. it's like, yeah, yeah, before before we fall asleep on the couch, I just want to know, like, if you're going to hold me down, can you, like, please, like, just hold me, like, here so I won't, you know... Wake up screaming or so. Don't forget the
1: ball gag and call her Susan. I don't know.
0: Bring <laughs> out what was it? I was like, bring out the Gimpfey. Da 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 Little pulp fiction. No, it's more
1: like <laughs> the fairies are there for a bukaki movie. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you don't know what that is. Don't look it up. <laughs> Horrible
0: right uh my my final thought my my final thought is remember if it's the big one it's not a muscle it's their leader and just remember if you're going to disneyland and if you see uh if you see it jump out the window please for the love of god record it going out the window we want to see that uploaded on youtube please do the i I want to either
1: see how it lands or if it like (laughs) uses the hat as a little parachute like you know what i mean
0: or air, Or right? if it's or if it's like coach or it's like the coach from Saving Silverman, you know, like, Coach, watch out and it causes like a whole like seven car pile up and all that on the street. It
1: just <laughs> See a flipping
0: hat over foot right or or what is it if it was a or you know i mean because it's a gnome if it's a little one can you imagine remember like the scene in deuce bigelow where rob schneider tosses out the uh you know the little person and when it lands in the water it makes a small like blip you know <laughs> i would imagine if it hits the window and if it's like a small rock like what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> no it'd be funny if the wind knocked it back into the window and it's like just like out the window and they, uh, what was it? They just like use the like windshield wipers. Like what the hell is that? You're like, and was like, oh, like can you like, yeah, yeah just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, there we and, go, um, big fella. I
1: swear these fucking gnomes are worse than mosquitoes and flies and you know all kinds of bugs put together. <laughs> just it leaves a weird streaky shit on your window, a uh, windshield.
0: I swear it's like, oh my gosh, it left a face and part of its beard. <laughs> In fact, it's mostly beard. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like like little gray white hairs everywhere and a little red hat, you know? Yeah, it's. Make sure that hat doesn't have blood on it. It's like, no, it kind of oh. reminds. It kind of reminds me of the old Nickelodeon show, Dave David the Gnome. I used to watch that show a lot. I don't know. I didn't even know what the hell was going on. I just watched it. I don't think I've ever seen that one. That was the new one for me. Yeah, that one, and then they replaced it with Little Bear, and I can see why. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was, it was Nick Jr., that's why. Okay. Yes. I remember Little Bear. Little Bear was so fucking boring.
0: <laughs> like, I'm I just... I, kinda, like, I think
1: we kind of dated ourselves
0: about how old we are. <laughs> we know oh, what Little Oh, okay, is. okay. Uh, just real quick before we end this and where everybody is like, what the hell are they talking about? Little Bear... They befriended a human named Emily. I'm surprised little bear didn't eat and attack Emily.
1: Her face off. Right,
0: like oh, nice to meet you. And there was like what? It was like one of the, one of the characters was like a snooty asshole. I forgot which one, but I, it kind of reminds me of the rabbit from Winnie the Pooh, where it's like oh no, and all this and that, like oh shut up, I hate you.
1: <laughs> yeah, disclaimer by the way, kids, don't go hug bear
0: cubs. <laughs> This like is not little, this is not Little Bear or Franklin. That, yeah, I miss Franklin too.
1: <laughs> oh God, I, I hated Franklin. At least it's not like uh, what was that one on fucking PBS that was horrible? <laughs> uh, not Caillou. It was it was some other one. It was just Arthur. That was that's what it was. Arthur was horrible. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, Arthur
1: is incredibly boring. Like, there was. I, 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 I would even watch Wishbone over Arthur.
0: Dude, Wishbone was awesome. I loved Wishbone. <laughs> Wishbone was a dog. It was a, it
1: was like, Spot from, uh, or no, Katie from, uh, Little Rascals.
0: Yes. I actually had the stuffed, uh, plush of Wishbone. Oh, did you? I didn't know
1: they really sold Wishbone
0: <laughs> merchandise. Yeah, they did. It was at Target back in, uh, '97, 1997, I remember. <laughs> yeah, well, learn something every day so yep but anyway folks uh that's that's it for this week uh
1: next week we are going to do pale crawler slash rake uh, encounters and most of our stories either come from uh abandoned monsters.com great place to check it out pl- plenty of stories uh or mysterious universe and don't forget we have a facebook page and uh
0: say it Uh uh-uh we also have elon musk's twitter we have a we have an elon musk's twitter account that's what we're calling it because yeah he bought twitter so yeah (laughs) trademark he has to take the cigar out of his mouth and he does a sinister laugh (laughs) i own tesla wild card (laughs) (laughs) yep I just can't wait for the day where somebody calls Jeff Bezos, Lex Luthor, and I'm going to be the one that says it. <laughs> Amazon is dope, by the way. We love Amazon. <laughs> Bezos.
1: That's a callback. <laughs> so. Anyway, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, be sure to check us out next Sunday.
0: Yep, next Sunday. And for uh, all my Brazilian listeners, uh, all I got to say is, you know, have a, you know, Bom dia, which is good morning, and if there's any Brazilian ladies, I am single and uh please no uh, uh please no thieves because like I I ain't got no money. So, um
1: also watch out for El Duende. <laughs> yes. <laughs> watch out for
0: that a little bit. <laughs> so. I'm am j- I am just joking. I know like every, like everybody like everybody's a thief. <laughs> I just know. I'm, yeah.
1: Watch for the gnome gang bang.
0: (laughs) Yes, watch out for that. We'll
1: see
0: you next week, folks. See you next week, everybody. Bye.